www.freegaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazz E. Fiddle. You know in an intro when the guy's like, look, there comes one of them now. He's talking about me because I'm the shit. You're the shit that falls out of my ass after I go by. And yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) It works. Yeah. It Anyways, works. we're friends. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, episode 123. Let's give a big shout out to our producer, Ebone Capone, the Deadite Knight. Boner! Show the Iron Lords what you're made of. Oh, someone's getting ready. Someone's getting ready. It sounded like a pirate. Someone's getting ready for some Barbie, Barbie's, <laughs> Barbie's Wild Horse Adventures 632 and a half, right? Uh, I'm only on the ninth game. Okay. Ah, that's right. You're oh, way behind. That's yeah. right. I'm a slow player. Ah, so, how you been, Jazzy? I've been doing good. How yeah? have you been? I can't complain. I uh, I got to try some new games out, and I'm not going to talk about the regular things this week. So I'm kind of uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lead, and I'm gonna tell you what I've been playing. Okay. I've uh, I got to play Enter the Gungeon. I didn't say that wrong. No, Enter the Gungeon. It's an indie game developed by, um, sorry, published by uh, Dead Revolver, uh, which they they publish a lot of small indie games. And I've been keeping an eye on it on the uh, PSN store. I picked it up for I think it was like fourteen ninety nine, and it's uh it's a gauntlet style dungeon crawler, but it's just kind of like it's fun. It's uh, a giant bullet falls into this like holy land and crushes the temple and, and kind of takes over the world but there's a gun inside this gungeon that can kill the past oh mm, yeah it's getting deep right it is so so everyone, Go on. yeah so you're basically trying to conquer this gungeon so you can get the gun and change the course of this horrible you know giant bullet falling on the on your world and destroying everything but all your enemies that you're fighting are like giant bullets that have guns. And uh, I think the first boss I played was a giant bird that dropped down, grabbed a Gatling gun, ripped all of his feathers off, and looked like a wrestler. And then when I beat him, thousands of tiny little birds came and took him away. And I was like, okay, I'm, yes. I'm getting into this. I'm getting into this. Gatling so. goal. Yeah, Gatling Gull. That yeah. was it. Gatling Gull. That was his name? Gatling Gull. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's that's four- like Bro Force level of puns there. Yeah. So they, so it reminded me a lot of Bro Force because it's four player co op. So you can go through these these gungeons together, uh, couch co op or online. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. So I had, I had fun with that. And I picked up Pac Man 256. It's a 256 version of this game. No, maybe, maybe <laughs> it's possible. I, it's got to be more than that. Let's be honest. <laughs> maybe, yeah. So I picked this game up because it's two dollars and fifty cents. It's half off right now, and I'm like, it's Pac-Man. Oh, it looks, it looks interesting. 
I did not realize that it was made by Hipster Whale. Do we remember oh. who Hipster Whale is? Crossy yep. Roads! That's right, the creator of Crossy Roads. Guess what this game is, guys? Crossy it's Roads. Crossy Roads, oh, but Pac-Man. Pac you just go up on a Pac-Man level. It's, it's, nonetheless, it's awesome. Um, oh. So it's on the PS4, Xbox, stuff like that. For, uh, but on the PS4 right now, it's $2.50. It is also on the iOS, Android, for free with in-game purchases, blah, blah, blah. But... Um, yeah, super fun. Interesting, interesting, like, 2D Pac-Man, but they 3D the world. So, like, you look like a 2D Pac-Man, but you're three-dimensional. Uh, it's it's weird. Weird. Yeah. Does it at least have some sort of, like, Pac-Man type of anything in it? Like, oh, it's Pac-Man. When you're jumping across the roads and shit like There's that? There's no roads. There's you're no... in a Pac-Man maze, but it just continuously kind of keeps going upwards. Oh, And it okay. changes, and there's ghosts, and like, and the ghosts get smarter the further you get along. There's power pellets, but then they've added some other things like like um, laser beams that you eat, and then you start shooting lasers out, and whatever's in that straightaway like, like path, everything gets obliterated. So uh, there's freeze blocks you can eat, and it freezes things in place so you can try to, to get around them. But they'll be like, you know, your normal ghosts, and then they'll just be like a pack of six that are like right next to each other, just like chugging along left or right, up or down, and uh, the game's a lot of fun, you know? It's, uh, it, like I said, it's Crossy Roads with, with Pac-Man mixed in. Does it still have the sound effects of Pac-Man? Yeah, no, it's legit. It's it's spot. It's uh, licensed Pac-Man. Like it, like it's not like oh. a ripoff or anything. Like it's legit. Hipster Whale must uh, must uh, nice. you know impress somebody and they got to make a Pac-Man game. Walk up, walk up, walk up. You That's can actually, laser. You can play <laughs> as Pac-Man in Crossy Road. You can, yeah. So oh. there clearly was some I never sort got of. Him. I did. Yeah, there's clearly there's clearly some sort of uh, relationship between those publishers. So, but. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun for a couple bucks. Can't can't go wrong with that. Uh, I got to play some Journey. Got into Journey, and I can say uh, that it's uh, pretty and interesting. I haven't finished it yet, so I don't want to really give it a full what I think about it. But for a free game of the month, I don't really think anybody should be complaining. So that's my thoughts on Journey. And then I played League of Legends. Yes, I played a lot of League of Legends. Like, good, like too good. much, too many matches of League of Legends. So, There's never too many. You know, so we come, our, our podcast airs every Tuesday, and I've been playing League since we got back from Toronto. We've talked about it on several shows, but since our last episode, I think all I have done was play League, and then I'd have Pac-Man up or, or Journey or something up on the side monitor while we waited in queue. That's yep. how I played these other games. That's why I was playing simple, short games because it was like, oh, the match is starting. I got to die as Pac-Man. Okay, cool. But um, I hit level 30. I hit the cap. We can go play rank matches now. Yeah, let's do it. But let's just discuss how I hit level 30 real quick. I, uh, I, I worked real hard, to, and I got to 29, and I was doing well. I, you know, I would probably win as much as I lost. You know, it was pretty much a balance, a washout. Then I hit twenty nine. I'm like, I got one one level left, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna go into ranked, and I'm gonna get ranked in bronze two, and Jazzy's gonna quit league. But that's when I lost my way to thirty. <laughs> This very like well may 13, turn into a thirteen in a row. I think. Yeah, <laughs> this very well be my next blog that I write on our on the on the new blog uh, motorcitygaming.com. Is 
how I lost my way to level 30 in League of Legends, <laughs> which took two and a half days. And basically, I lost 14 matches in a row. And that's a mix of ARAM and regular and whatever else we tried to do to even actually win. It was brutal. It got to the point that when I lost my match and hit 30, I was, it was, there was no celebration. It was just like, yep. We did it. <laughs> we lost. We lost to thirty. Um, I might uninstall this game, and Jazz is like, "Come on, grow a dick so you can handle it." <laughs> he was. He was That's not. Leak, man. He That's wasn't. Leak. Yeah, he wasn't being nice to me. Either were either were the people I was playing with. They were all fed up with me too. To be fair, we had a horrible. We had a great idea that turned into a horrible idea. I was playing on my main account, which has already got like thousands of games played. And Jay's like, "Why are you on your main account? They're they're teaming us up with people that are that 2, have as many thousand yeah. wins. Yeah, I have ten wins, <laughs> ten. And they're teaming They're nineteen hundred. <laughs> I'm going to lose that match. So I was like, "All right, I'll get on my Smurf account." And we get on my Smurf account, and the first game, both Jay and I just get totally railed by our team. Toxic, telling us to uninstall the game. How we're bronze players and we're horrible. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, that was that was all focused on Jazzy. I was at the top as uh, and just kind of minding my own business. I wasn't winning the lane, but I wasn't losing the lane. And I'm just watching Jazzy just get beat the fuck up. And I'm just like, I'm on the mic. I'm like, don't worry about it, Jazzy. Just just hang in there, man. Just (laughs) I'm like, I don't know what to say to him because all I'm hearing is this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh man, well, I'm starting to hear him breathe. That's not yep. good. <laughs> uh, at the end of that match, I took a deep breath, and Jay's like, probably thinking, oh shit, here's it, here's it gonna go. He's gonna go off. I thought and you were like, done for the night. For I was sure. like, <gasps> I'm switching back to my other account. <laughs> yeah, and was, we went back to the other account, and it was fine. No, I mean, we kept was, losing. But... Well, we kept losing, but we just didn't have a bunch of uh, tools playing with us. So yeah, it, it surprises me that the people that have like I'd say the range was like eight wins to like forty wins, right? That's what we were getting matched up when you went to your your other your Smurf account, and they were all giant assholes. But then when you get to the guys that have played two thousand matches, they just they don't care anymore. Like their their souls have been crushed. The game has destroyed <laughs> anything that was once them. So they just let it. They just roll with it. I had one guy that that supported me when when you when Jazzy was jungle that I was doing horrible, and he's just like, just stay at it, buddy. Just stay at it. And I'm like, this guy hates me. This guy this guy has to hate me. Why is he not yelling at me yet? Yeah, just, but you, you get, know, you like get those yeah, good players. Yeah, so it it was a it was a long trip. We got to thirty. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna play our first rank match tonight, and um, we'll see, we'll let you guys know how it goes. Probably not good. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Oh, uh, aside from playing league over here, I finished uh, the first part of my desk. I'm gonna say, I've got it to the point where it's it's a a physical desk, and I have my shit 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 set up on it, and I'm playing video games again. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I will have those up on all of our social media, so check it out. Um, I have seen it, and I'm impressed. Yeah. it was. Now, he didn't go buy a desk and build it. He built a desk. I know we've already discussed this once, but I need to reiterate this because I'm impressed. (laughs) It's pretty slick. So, yeah, it's about 50% where I want it to be, but it's, it's functional now. So I was like, man, I can't keep working on this desk. I need a video game again. So set it up, got all my stuff set up, and did that. Um, 
then decided, oh man, since I was so into building this desk, I'm going to start building like cosplay props like on the side just because I'm good with my hands. I like to build shit. So I was thinking about doing Poppy's Hammer. And I'm like, Jay, I think I'm going to do Poppy's Hammer as my first cosplay. So I'm going to make this like five foot hammer and it's going to be like super giant. It's going to be super cool looking. And then I log on to League this morning. And I realized that the men-at-arms reforged that make all the metal weapons that we've seen at Toronto, that's who made all those weapons, made Poppy's Hammer. So I watched this 14-minute video of them making it, and oh my god, is this the sweetest thing I've ever seen in my life. They made it out of complete steel. And it's so heavy that you know those like carnival games where you hit the thing and it shoots the thing up, you gotta hit the bell, the ball up, and you gotta hit the bell? They could barely lift the hammer to do it. <laughs> This thing is giant, like a six-foot poppy hammer made out of complete steel. <laughs> but it looks so cool. So Reinhardt needs to get that. Yeah. He can handle it. Yeah, he's about the only one. Well, That's what I've been doing. Well, we were sitting there hating our lives and killing ourselves. I'm sure Ethan was probably actually having fun playing video games. No! <laughs> no, no, no! I was not having fun! Well, calm down, buddy. I kind of knew okay. this was coming. I let him into it. <laughs> Why are you so upset, man? Because I spent a month grinding to get to level 25 in Overwatch because I so badly wanted to play ranked matches with you guys. I'm gonna, I just, I went every free minute I had to do some gaming. I was trying to get a match here, a match there, a match here, a match there, so I could hit 25. And I did it this week, and I was like, yeah! Hit 25 right in time for Rise of Iron to come out. But that's beside the point. That's a later fact. <laughs> I decide, okay, well, you know... I, I have about an hour till I, I have somewhere I have to be. Let me, let me start doing my my uh, placement matches. I log in and get my placement match going. First, we're on the defend. Okay, the other team starting real strong. My team not doing so well. Then we hold them in the middle of the map, and then they just cruise right to the end. I go, okay, okay, kids, that was a little rough. That was a little bit rough, but hey, okay, we'll get them on the attack now, okay? Now, mind you, my team had uh, uh, it had one healer. It had me running a Roadhog, and then it had the rest were you know attackers, Soldier seventy six, Genji, Reaper, all all the regulars that you see people playing. And we go on the attack, and this is where things get bad. My team was unable to get out the doors and move the payload. Now, anyone who's played Overwatch, you know, you spawn in an area, the defending team can hang out outside that area and kill you. Normally, you get past that, then you move on and complete the objective. Nope, my team just kept walking out and dying. I had to have been playing with 10-year-olds. <laughs> no, 10-year-olds can be good, though. Yeah, they're good. Four-year-olds. This might be more like 35-year-olds. <laughs> Grown men. So, so here, here's the issue. Then my team starts dropping out. So they just start dropping. How many dropped out, though? I believe at, towards the end of the match, four out of six <laughs> people dropped out. It, so there's two of you left. Yeah, the at the very him. end. So what happens is after after a couple minutes of me realizing that they're just hand, the other team is steamrolling us by literally just standing outside of our door and murdering us, I was like, okay, got to do something here. 
I'm going to grab Reinhardt. We've already mentioned Reinhardt in the show for non-Overwatch players. Reinhardt is a big dude who pulls up a force field shield. You can stand behind him and shoot through the shield. He is... A large shield, so other people can stand behind him and shoot through that shield. Yeah, again, very very tactical character. Um, you can do a lot with him. Uh, so I, my thought is the team is going to get why I'm pulling out Reinhardt. I get Reinhardt. I got people behind me. I walk through the main door... Knowing that there's people right outside it, you know, people we're playing against that we're gonna we're gonna kill. What does my team do? Run past me and die! <laughs> they didn't even hide behind my shield. They just charged to their death. And I watch these like these ninjas and these soldiers and and this Grim Reaper looking guy just fall and die and it was shortly after that that they all left the game and i was like you abandoned me i was trying to take care of you and you abandoned me here to die and so then i lost my placement match and i was like well i don't know if i'll ever play this video game again good thing rise of iron comes out in a couple days and then i went and uh had to call Best Buy customer service. It's a whole nother complaint to get my Rise of Iron code. Got that all set. And I was like, I'm just going to start tuning up for Rise of Iron. So I, I that's what I did after that. Started playing some Destiny because I was like, nope. Overwatch, you, you need to sit on the shelf. What's Overwatch? So, yeah. Um, Jesse hasn't touched his PlayStation in three months. That's true. So, like three weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> I turned around to preload Rise of Iron. <laughs> One... One so did I. <laughs> One match almost ruined Overwatch for you. I can now I can tell you that uh, rank can be brutal, but I, from here on I gave you a tip: don't play ranked without your, yeah, without your at team. Least a couple at least at least like four of your team because relying on randos in ranked it, it's just it just doesn't work. Uh, Blizzard needs to work on figuring out how. When four people drop out and you and you stay, how not to get penalized by that as badly, I guess. You know what you should do next time? Go to MotorCityGaming.com. There are blogs in our blog page written by Jazzy Fiddle of why he has rage quit Overwatch. You're probably better off reading those and then just rage quitting along with me. No, what you should <laughs> do is go on over to the forum at our website and... There, you can talk about Overwatch and hopefully find some people that maybe want to team up and build a complete team so you don't have to rely on randos. There was a complete team like three weeks ago, and then all my friends started playing League of Legends again. Oh, God. Here, I played I played Overwatch with you. When? It was like two matches. <laughs> I know this because I played with Brayden for the first time ever, and you were on. And then <laughs> yeah, you, and true. then you, uh, you just—I thought you rage quit there because you just signed off and didn't say bye to anybody. I was like, oh, no, Ethan's I, gone. My mic was muted because I was conversing with my wife about like health insurance or something, yeah. and figured figured everyone on the stream didn't need to hear about. Yeah. It. Oh well, there's your problem. Everyone never thought... discuss health insurance while playing Overwatch. <laughs> well, <laughs> horrible clearly. combo. Ugh. All right, well, I need health insurance because I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> We need to move on. Yeah, let's move we on. Have a lot, we have a lot of show. We have a lot of show to get through. What kind of stuff do we have coming up today, Jay? We got Kojima calling out Konami. The Death Star is right around the corner. And would you spend $770 on a statue? All of this and more on the GameZilla podcast. Now, through my rage, I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to weave you a tale. 
a glorious tale of a boy and his beard. Cool. There was once a boy who had a sad beard, a gross beard, and no one wanted to be friends with him. His name was Jazzy. His name was Jazzy. <laughs> and that boy story. logged on to his computer to the to DetroitBeardCollective.com, and he ordered beard balms, beard shampoos, beard elixirs, and even a nice beard comb. Got his beard looking, smelling, and feeling right, nice and clean. And then that young man got a friend or two. Only t- only a friend. Only a, only yeah. a friend. Uh, and so you can do the same. You can get yourself a friend by your beard not being gross. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Buy yourself some of those amazing products and treat your beard right. And when you do so, we got your hookup on the savings right here on purchases of $25 or more. Get 20% off with the checkout code of MC Gaming. That is MC Gaming to save 20% on $25 or more at DetroitBeardCollective.com. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Download complete. First up, what a smart boy. I like that story. I could relate to that kid. <laughs> what, a, what a fine young lad. I could see you relating to him. Yeah. Yeah. First up, we have some personal news. It's September, and our giveaway is about to start today. So if you're listening to the episode on Tuesday, head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you will see a button that says September giveaway, Xbox One, copy of Record. Oh, I was really hoping for Riot Points. Dang it. <laughs> Get out of here! God, you're the worst! <laughs> By the way, if anybody wants to give me Riot Points, I'll totally take them. <laughs> I think don't ever- give it to your jazz. Everyone should give me Riot Points just out of spite. And be like, look at all these riot points. I have. Then I can, then I can use them as like incentives to control them. That's a good idea. Absolutely. So if <laughs> you want, really if you want me to take control of the show, give me the riot points. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to win a copy of uh, Recore, head on over to our site. Click that button. Enter. You have four ways to enter. You can enter four. via following us on Twitch, Twitch, following us on Twitter, Twitter, following us on I for, YouTube, YouTube.com. And here's the here's the daily, guys. Here's the daily. Do it once a day. Once a day. Once a day. Visit the website. That's it. MotorCityGaming.com. But to get that credit, make sure you click on the record button every day. Click. And then that way you'll get that credit. Click like you're playing League. Just click, 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 click. <laughs> so the it's good practice. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Like I said, the contest starts today. It'll run through the month, and we'll end it at the end of the month. And uh, for those of you that haven't played Record, it is a Fun open world um, Metroid Prime-ish game taking place on a planet called Far Eden, where you wake up as uh, Jewel, who kind of has no idea what's going on. The world is supposed to be terraformed, and it's not. And there's not another single human being on the planet, but there are giant weird robots trying to kill you, and you have to figure out what the hell's going on. I'm having a blast with it. Because I'm having a blast with it, I was like, we have to give a copy of this away because people. Are- it didn't get the greatest reviews, but people are not realizing how fun of a game this is. So uh, I want to contribute to ReCore and get a copy of it into one of our fans' hands. Jazzy Fiddle does not support Xbox One gameplay because he does not own Xbox One. Shut up, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy, I'll sell, you, I'll sell you my extra Xbox for 50 bucks. Nope. Damn. 
Ethan, I'll sell it to you for 50 bucks. Deal. <laughs> you are a loser. How because... many riot points I can get with that 50 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know who gets to play Gears of War 4 now? Me. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to rent it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have an extra it. copy of it coming too, so I'll probably just give that to you too. <laughs> yes. They didn't say there was free stuff given I, away. I have problems. I might change my mind. Too late now, man. Snooze, you lose. Anyways, head on over there for the giveaway. We'll be uh, sharing it on our social media. You can find us on social media: Motor City Gaming, Gaming in Detroit. You'll see it. You'll see all the links there. So, Kojima. Is calling out Metal Gear Solid Survive Zombies. So at Tokyo Game Show, we talked a little bit about it. They Some of the uh, people started asking Kojima. He was there for Death Stranding. Death Stand- yes. Stranding, right? I think it's Death Stranding. Stranding. Yeah. Uh, he was there to talk more about that game, and some people wanted to uh, ask him if he was at all involved in the early aspect of uh, um, Metal Gear Survive Zombies. His response was pretty much, hell no. Um, Metal Gear Solid is about espionage and, like, government. Uh, His response was, where do zombies fit into that? And then his, like, co-creator, who also took worked at Konami and worked on Metal Gear, who now is with Kojima working on the new game, they asked him the same question. He goes, listen, you would know if I had something to do with it, there'd be mechs in it. Good point. Because <laughs> they put Max in everything. So he was having a little bit of fun with it. But yeah, um, Metal Gear Survives Zombies, they showed like 15 minutes of gameplay at Tokyo Game Show. And they put it up on YouTube, and it's just getting destroyed on oh, YouTube. Yeah, like, so destroyed. Bad. The game doesn't actually look bad, but people are just like, this is not Metal Gear. Like, we knew the second that Kojima left, this is what's going to happen, and all you did was prove us right. Here we are in this shitty situation where you're about to take an, a, an IP that people have tattoos and love. Uh, I mean, there's not, I mean, it's one of those IPs. It's one of those just epic IPs that everyone knows about. If you, even if you've never played a Metal Gear Solid, you know what it is. I do. I do know what it is. Exactly. And yep. you're going to go and, and just destroy it right out the gate, right after Kojima left, so that everyone can sit there and say, yep, yep, we were right. <laughs> it's it's sort of like it's sort of like you're like working on an art project. Like It's like a group project in school, and the kid who did all the work like leaves the room, and then there's just one kid who squats on and takes a big shit right on yeah. it. Yep. Like, ah! Now it's better. Like, no! <laughs> yeah, it's... It, uh... I watched some of the gameplay. I'm, I'm like, why? Why? It was like when I was a kid in my car and my parents would play I Spy as like a game to try to keep you occupied so you wouldn't like whine and cry the whole way to grandma's house. It's like, look, a bad guy. Oh, look, another bad guy. Oh, look over there. There's a bad guy. Like, what the hell kind of commentary is that? We see there's a bad guy. What are you going to do about it? He's totally right, but at the same time, <laughs> I love how Jazzy just is the most random <laughs> fucking <laughs> tie-ins. I, it is. I have no. It's almost nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what the guy was doing is trying to keep you busy by this horrible commentary, so you couldn't realize that this game was being played. Yeah, you maybe should have told us that and then been like, like when I played I Spy on the way to Grandma's house, you maybe should have. have no, he had to lead us in. He had to make us. He had to make us wonder. Sense. You know, wonder and dream. Yeah. Once you come up to a fork in the road, you just go away. You don't think about it. <laughs> 
Jazzy's the Jesus take the wheel kind of guy. No, you can, yeah. you can clearly hit the brakes and make a decision no, if you no, want. No, no, you're Jazzy. <laughs> okay. You go left every time. Uh, last thing about Kojima, he did state that there are. Uh, it's not solid, but they're saying that Death Stranding could uh, hit around 2018. It's going to be an open world adventure, and the main character, the main hero, could be female. So those were a couple of, like a lot of the rumors that we got. That's surprising because I assumed it was going to be Norman Reedus. Right. That's why. But maybe that baby grows yeah. up, or I, I don't know. You know. So who knows? But uh, Kojima does. Hopefully. Anyways. Star Wars got an announcement right around the same time here that Battlefront Death Star DLC is coming out. You guys ready for this? Tell me when. Tomorrow. Today. Dang it, today. I was close. Today. Watch out, Rise Iron. That's exactly what they're doing here. Here's DICE being like, oh yeah, Destiny? Well, guess what? Our shitty game's got more shitty content. (laughs) Ha ha. Oh, no one plays our game anymore. Shit. They were hoping Chewbacca was going to save it. To be fair, this this actually this DLC since I have the season pass, so all I have to do is like go in and download it. I don't have to pay anything. I will actually go back and try this game out now, because I want to go fly in space and try to blow up the Death Star. Like, I, I, that's basically the reason I want to do it. I'm not gonna lie. I do, I think about playing Battlefront about once a week, and then I just never do. Yeah, but this one really pushes me to it. So I'm uh, I'm uh, quite excited for. For this. Oh, did you download Dangar like three months ago? <laughs> yeah, pro- no. Actually, you know what? Probably because my PlayStation auto <laughs> downloads. Auto downloads. So it. there's a good chance I did. Um, but yeah, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't played it. You have to be a season pass owner to get it today, correct? Correct. Because yeah. it comes out two week, two weeks after for those that don't have the season pass. Correct. Yeah, but we all have the season pass. Come on, let's be honest, right? Yeah. I mean, if I. If I really wanted to play with you guys, I'd have to like beat up the little kid I gave this game to and steal it back. That's yeah, not above that's you, though. That's not above you're, you. At you're all. not above beating up a child, yeah, right? You're a shitty. Per- you're a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> no what? Oh man! <laughs> Stay tuned for the Star Wars Battlefront fourth major DLC pack, which will be based on Rogue One. Yeah. By the way, about that. Fuck you, Dice. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm going to play your damn game one more time and realize it's not worth it, but you really just suck so much. There's no way they could um, release the, this, this before Battlefront, the, mo- the reason why you're not getting Force Awakens content is because this Battlefront is only about the, the first uh, trilogy. That's it. Only about that. Rogue One is not... I'm sorry. Like I know time-wise it's, around, it's involved in that, but it's not the tri- original trilogy. I, I hate you. I know what you're doing. You're saving the Force Awakens. By the time Battlefront Two comes out, you'll probably have you'll have the next Star Wars out. So you'll have seven and eight, and you you just you want that content. You're like, well, we need to save this so that we can make another game and get more money from these assholes. Don't kid yourself. Battlefront Two is going back to the prequels. Oh god. Okay, so uh, new <laughs> Destiny. No, hold on. I got one more thing to say about this. So basically, they're saying this DLC is not going to release until like next year, because there's about? no way they can release Rogue One content before the movie hits, which is December sixteenth. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe it will. Dun dun dun! Movie ruined. Spoiler alert. So, new new Destiny ARG infects players with buffs. Bungie has launched an alternate reality game ahead of Destiny Rise of Iron expansion next week. 
The ARG is called Owl Sector, and it's infecting players in-game with stat-boosting buffs. The infections can be tracked on the Owl Sector section on the Bungie website. There are five different infections. Uh, Brilliance 3.2, Glory 2.1, Splendor 2.6, Magnificence 2.0, and Fortitude 3.1. According to the Owl Sector mega thread on the Destiny subreddit, players can become infected by picking up orbs from infected teammates in other public or private PvP matches. The rate of infection is tied to the chat log unlocks. The more players contract one of the infectious buffs, the more information can be uh, gained from the cryptic chat logs found in the owl sector sector site each buff has its own set of logs to view so they're starting like this weird viral thing where by playing the game and getting infected and, and getting these orbs the more that the community does the more we find out whatever this is which is going to be some sort of surprise announcement that we didn't know was coming to rise of iron is my prediction but it's just an interesting take on how to do like a vi you know we've seen viral videos we've seen interesting ways to try to like get hype around something but this is uh probably the first time i've seen it where you actually integrate it into your game by pl actually playing the game early you're getting you're you're going to be un you're unlocking potential news so kind of like cool. tricks when i was a kid I had to get the toy that had like a secret like <laughs> letter on the bottom of it, and then it would unlock a code if I got all the the toys. Yes, right. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you didn't need tricks when you were a kid. No, it's a hundred percent accurate. But again, every time you start, I just instantly just laugh. That's a good tie-in. Okay, of course, the big question here is, what does it all mean? The answer to that remains unseen as of yet, but the Rise of Iron expansion is only a few days away, which means players don't have a lot of time left to crack the code. And as you're listening to this, they've ran out of time to crack the code. So... Came out dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, dun. Did you see that trailer, though? Yeah, I oh, watched that Destiny trailer. Oh, the Destiny trailer's sweet. It's alright. It's no Gears of War trailer. Oh, Plus, did you realize that uh, Lord Saladin is the narrator? Lord Saladin? Saladin, whatever you have. You call Saladin. Salad. I'm you so hungry. Saladin. I'm so hungry I right call, now. I call a game Hearthstone, and he rails at me for a half hour after the show. <laughs> He's talking about Dertrinian Lord Saladin. <laughs> yeah. And I let it go. I, I, like, how you throw, I like how you throw the, the Pokemon <laughs> name drop from, like, four months ago. <laughs> you, clearly didn't, you clearly didn't let it go. Bianca? You just pulled he it called out. Blanca Bianca, and I let it go. <laughs> that one's on YouTube. You can go see that yeah, one. You can go see that, it. That that one, that one's epic. I'm Ooh. pretty sure before it made YouTube, <laughs> Xander was texting me. He's like, you said something stupid, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so the new trailer is really cool, though. Check, You can go check it out on our Facebook page, along with the new Gears of War trailer, launch trailer, which was fantastic. And despite my fart noise, I actually think that trailer looks sweet. Yeah. I had to go look up who... And he says that with Metallica music cover being on it, and he's not oh, a fan Metallica. of Metallica. Yeah, they listen, had Disturbed, now they have Metallica. It's listen, like, it's like they just want to poke to, me in the eardrums and make me never play their game. They're trying to keep you away. They are. <laughs> At first, when I was watching the Destiny trailer, I was like, oh, is that the voice of Optimus Prime? Because it kind of sounds a little bit like that. So I had to go look it up, and it's not. It's actually Keith Ferguson that does the voice acting for that. And guess what other character he voice acts? I don't know. Is it a game character or a? TV it's a game character. 
for for a big game that you might have rage quit. Is he Winston? No. He is Soldier. No. Is McCree. No. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Is he Roadhog? No. <sighs> junk Junkrat. No. Zenyatta. No. I'm just gonna tell you it's Reaper. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you Reaper. It's Reaper. Oh, okay. I wouldn't guess Reaper. I guess because he's. I don't feel like he has that many lines. Die, die, die. Hey, you could be Reaper. I yeah. could be Reaper. All right. So could every six-year-old that plays Destiny. <laughs> I mean, Destiny. Overwatch. I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm mad at everything. Did you know when I was a kid there was a game? <laughs> Let's calm him down real here, real quick. Let me tell you how you can spend your money very wisely. $770 for Witcher 3 statue featuring lifelike skin. It looks incredible. And there's only 1,000 of them made. Talk about it. That's the way to spend it. It's been a big week for Geralt. First, Poland announced that the Witcher hero would be featured on an official postage stamp. That's right. He is on a postage stamp in, in Poland. Poland. Damn right. That's big time, right? Because Polish people are nuts. N- now he's hard. getting his own statue with a premium price tag. From Prime One's, Prime One Studio, this premium statue stands 26 inches tall and is priced at an eye-watering $770. Only 1000 are being made. Uh, a second version featuring a switchable head, uh, one with a shaved face, one will be uh, limited to 500 units. The version also costs the same price, $770. The statue is completely epic, showcasing Geralt standing on the head of an enemy creature that got in his way. As you see, the statue looks like a wonderful re- recreation of the video game hero. That's due to in part to the use of high-quality translucent resin that creates the look of lifelike skin. I just, I don't care. <laughs> uh, Who is going to spend $770 on one of these? Uh, but Master Caleb. That's true. He, that's yep. true. I enjoyed going, going to, to college. Pack, I enjoyed going to Pack South with him, and that dream is ruined now. So you can pre-order this right now. Uh, and it is expected to arrive uh, in the this is this is uh, July to September 2017 window, so you can pre-order it now. And in a year from now, when you don't care about the game anymore, your statues show up. Yeah, you'll be like, oh, I remember I ordered this shit. <laughs> yes, seven hundred seventy dollars. At this spent. point, you've wasted your your month's rent on buying that statue, and now you're homeless. It looks cool, but let's be honest. I would probably much rather fly myself to Poland and get a stamp, yeah. <laughs> just because then I could see Poland. Absolutely, yeah, you, yeah. That's a really good call. You could fly to Poland for that price. I don't know if you could fly to Poland for seven seventy. I'm gonna look into it right now. Look it up. I'm gonna say it costs us like almost six hundred to get to Cali, so I'm not sure, but. Look it up. Maybe yeah, but if, it's Poland. I mean, come on. Maybe if you fly like They're in probably a box, begging people to fly there. Fly Spirit, you probably can get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fly. But you won't get home. <laughs> you might not even get there. Yeah. Um. Um. Oh yeah, I'm seeing stuff for 500 bucks to Poland. Yeah. Really? I mean, it was some sort of Google ad that popped up, so it's shady. <laughs> Let's check Expedia. You just gotta give them a kidney, 500 bucks, oh, yeah, and you're there. No, kayak.com. 
had had a flight there for four hundred nineteen dollars. No way. Yeah, dude. one way. We're all going to Poland. One yeah, way. One way. Of course, it's one way. <laughs> so we said we said a flight to Poland. No one <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna love it so much. I'm never coming back. It's probably true, actually. Jazz is gonna have to start podcasting. Just go. You just go work at CD Project yeah. Red. Yeah. Norwegian Airlines, four hundred twenty dollars. Get you the yeah. so eight. Oh no, that's round trip. No. Yeah. Why the fuck? Why uh, fly, we, it's fly. cheaper to go to Poland than Seattle. You gotta fly. You gotta fly out of JFK. So JFK to WAW. I don't know what that is. It's probably in Poland. And then WAW to JFK. It's a twelve and a half hour flight back. Four hundred twenty dollars. Really? Fly. So you fly out on one twenty four, and you get back on two two. Are you guys thinking about going to Poland? <laughs> All I'm saying is that it's uh, it's less money than traveling across the country for Pax Prime. Anyways, let's get back to the news. <laughs> we got one, we got one more story left, and uh, it's an interesting one. It's a completely rumor. There's no there's no co- confirmation, but the NX Nintendo NX could be announced next week. <laughs> Shut up, Jazzy. You are still interested in this. I'm interested, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because according to some people in France who have some direct connections with Nintendo, they went on a podcast and they let go of some information that makes it seem like Nintendo could be building up a surprise announcement next week. Do you know what what information they leaked? I did not listen to the podcast, so no. Was it in French? I would assume so, but I still didn't listen to it. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is so, you know there's a french podcast that's like uh, sourcing us as leaking things about the nx <laughs> right it's all just a big rumor cycle mother said they're coming to come they have all the answers so then, <laughs> oh this me blind pierre <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless i think i think uh could is it possible considering we have you know the system is is rumored to be out next March. Yeah, we also had they, another they we had another accidental leak by Amazon UK with the uh, Breath Breath of the Wild um, amiibos getting a release date on the UK Amazon for March, which could coincide with a launch title of the Zelda game for the NX. It's so so. People are kind of looking at it that way. The the uh, podcast you can find you can find the link through n4g dot com, and obviously everyone's blowing up their site, basically saying this is a dumbass article. Why why even why even put this out there? Nintendo would never uh, set up a surprise announcement. They would let people know it's coming. And I'm like, really? You really think that? I'm like, because companies do this all the time. Like, I mean, Sega did it. Multiple times where they're like, "Hey, this is the Sega Dreamcast, and it's available today." <laughs> and we're like, "Wait, what? Yeah. Hey, Plus this is the Sega said- Saturn, and it's available today." Plus, whoever said that is dumb. Have they ever watched Nintendo Direct? They bring up new shit on there all the time. Yeah, here's the thing, people: they don't go to conventions. They don't even go to E3 anymore. So they to figure out what Nintendo does is kind of is kind of stupid because no, because they don't do what everybody else does. The thing is, everyone's waiting for this. Yes. It's not like it's completely out of nowhere that no one knows this is coming. Everyone in the video game world 
is waiting just to see what it is. Even people who hate Nintendo, think they're done, have no interest in buying it, even those people are curious to know what the NX is. I read another article that was interesting. I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's a, it's a topic that I want to throw out here before we move away from news. So I want your opinions on it. Someone stated that they believe the Sony and Microsoft has set up the NX for success. And the reason they say that is because of the confusion that they are creating with these Pro and Scorpio models that they're actually they're actually confusing the market and causing people to go look at they'll, they'll look at when Nintendo comes along they'll actually consider it because they're frustrated with the options at Sony and Microsoft. What do you think of that? I think it could have a little pull for the people that like are exp- like your typical gamer is going to know a lot about gaming. He can feed through all this bullshit. But your average game player that just picks up the Xbox One or the Xbox Four because he's always done it and he plays Call of Duty with his friends online. Did you say Xbox Four? He said Xbox. I love Xbox it. Four. I'm just gonna let that one go because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Put your beef curtains away. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not gonna know the difference. So when they see Scorpio and the Pro come out, they're expecting something new and different and like the next generation of system and they could be swayed towards NX. I could see it on a small scale, but I mean, you know, Nintendo has its fan base that's going to be paying attention and do it. And like, could you swing a small, maybe let's just say out of the hundred percent of industry that those two, Sony and Microsoft own, could you swing two to 3% of it? Maybe, but that's it. I couldn't even, I can't even say 5% in, in, in a, and really believe myself when I say it. Just because Nintendo's never proven themselves in the sense of why people like playing on Microsoft and Sony because they feel like grown-up machines. They feel like adult machines. They don't feel like a kiddie machine. And until they show that, you're not going to get that conversion. Plus what worries me is a lot of the rumors that we've heard say they're trying to gear the system around the kid base again and the younger generation. And those kids are playing the Xbox and the PlayStation. You don't want to play kids' games. Yeah, you're really... I mean, if you go that route, you you have a short, like, lifespan before a kid starts to progress towards Call of Duty, progress towards... The, I think that's know. the problem, is kids these days make that jump more quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got where four I play, to eight. Four where, to eight or nine, and then they're yeah. straight Where I played Mario from when I was, like, six or five to, like... Today, still, you yeah. know, like they they play Mario for a few years and they go, oh, Mario is not cool, and they go play, you know, Titanfall because that's that's what's that's what's hot. I so I was really intrigued. Banging over, over the weekend, uh, you know, a, a family friend of of my wife's family asked if I could come over and and set up the video games for the kids while her husband was out of town. And these kids, I would say, age from uh, probably two to ten. And I was like, yeah, I can come over and help you out while your husband's out of town, lady. Set up the games, hang out with these kids for a little bit. And they could only have one set up, and they had to choose between the Xbox One or the Wii. And in the age bracket they fell in, they wanted the Wii hooked up Uh because they wanted to play Super Mario with me. 
And I thought that was really cool. One of the kids was like, oh, I really want to play Battlefront, though. But the other kids outvoted him because they wanted to play Mario. Mario still has that draw. If they could just get a little sliver of the adult market to buy into their next system more than they did with the Wii U, then they could be successful again. And I mean, they can do it if they if they go out and, and land, like put Bayonetta 3 on there. Put go, go get those games that have a little bit of like risque you know, factor to them and put them on your system. Like, you know, where's Eternal Darkness 2? It's one of the best, Eternal Darkness is one of the best horror survival games ever. Ever. And you never did anything with the IP after. I think you got a good... You can do it. You got a good four years, too. I think you go, I think you go back to that same family four years from now and their age range range six to 14, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be Super Mario. True. You're probably right. True. I mean... Yeah. All right. Well, you thought we were done with the news, but we got one more thing. It's oh. the muster bust of the week. Ooh, breaking it out early. Breaking it out early. Getting you off guard here. Muster bust for next week, 927. Here's the games. I want an answer of must or bust and a short reason why. I need to give us a muster bust music. We do. We need it. Jazzy. Sonic Boom Fire and Ice. For me, it's a bust. Only because it's on the 3DS, and if I'm playing anything except for Ocarina of Time, I'm going to get scolded for life. <laughs> Good point. True fact. Don't even buy it. Ethan. Uh, actually, looks like a pretty decent Sonic game, but with the announcement of Sonic Mania, I'm calling it a bust. I'm saying you save your money, you buy Sonic Mania when it comes out, because that game looks awesome. 100% agreed. I'm going to go with bust. I'm too excited for the games coming next year and Mania coming later this year. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bust. I think it's a holdout and get the Sonic games coming after this game. Next up, Forza Horizon 3. Jazzy. Bust. I don't like racing games. Okay. That's fair. There you go. I love racing games. Maybe not, like, to an extreme, but I, I'm always down to play a racing game. Um but Forza as a series has never hooked me, and even if I owned an Xbox, I, I'm pretty sure that one would still be a, a bust for me. Okay, so it's a must for me. Let me explain something because you're not Forza fans. Forza Horizon is more, slightly more of an arcade style racer. I'm more intrigued instead now. of a instead of a simulation racer. And Forza Horizon Three is bringing off road dune buggies, all sorts of crazy stuff on top of street racing all combined into one game. It looks unbelievably gorgeous. I'm 100% in on this game because who the hell knows when we're getting Gran Turismo, so this is this is my shot. I, uh, I'm i in. When are we getting the next Burnout game? Right? Come on, EA. All right. <laughs> Stop Ethan. putting out Call of Duty to give us Burnout. Ethan, starting us with this one. Shantae. Half Genie Hero. Ooh. Coming Shantae. out on Xbox One PS4. Ooh. Um, you know what? I think that is, I would call it a must, especially if you're looking at for, for a game your kids could play on your Xbox PlayStation, looking for something for the for the family a little bit more. Uh, you know, it's a really fun platforming adventure. Uh, I've played Shantae and the Genies, or the Pirate's Curse on the 3DS. Fun game. I, I, I recommend it. I'd recommend the series. It's a bust for me, because I don't know much about it, and there's too much coming out on the PS4. 
being a platformer and not having a ton of options out there, uh, I am a hundred percent on board with Shantae. Um, it it looks fun. I've played other versions of it, like you said, from the past, and uh, it's cool to see it come to the current uh, current consoles. So I would definitely check it out. It's probably going to have a low a low uh, price tag on it. I have a fifteen twenty dollars sticker. Yeah, exactly. So I would say uh, check it out if you're a platforming fan. Next up, Yokai Watch 2. Two different versions. You got Bony and you have Fleshy Souls. Oh, <laughs> fleshy, fleshy Souls. Sign me up. Yeah. Ethan, start us off. Bust, because Pokemon comes out in two months. Why would you buy anything that was even like Pokemon when the new one comes out yeah. in two months? Save your money. Bust, because it's on the 3DS, and if I'm not playing Zelda, I'm going to get scolded. <laughs> Jazzy, you keep answering that <laughs> anything 3DS related. Yokai Watch, I played the original. It was a lot of fun. It is like uh, Pokemon, but it has a lot of its own unique mechanics. Um, by level five, which has done some great JRPGs, I'm a fan of it. I'd say it's a must if you're interested in the uh, IP. But a, a really good decision to make is: Are you going to have enough time to put into this this RPG with Pokemon right around the corner? That is one thing to consider. Last up, Gunvolt 2. If you're not familiar with Gunvolt, it's basically a Mega Man game for the 3DS. They got released before Mighty Number no. 9. That unfortunately was better than Mighty Number no. 9. Gunvolt 2 is coming out for 3DS download. Ethan. If you're a fan of the series, I've uh, I've played a little bit of Gunvolt. If you like that style of game, it's probably not very expensive. I'd call that one a must. This game is a must. Play Zelda, so I give it a bust because it's on the 3DS. Gunvolt 2, I played a ton of the first Gunvolt when I was sitting in long, long lines at PAX Prime, and I beat actually beat Gunvolt because of that because I was just had plenty of time to play it. I had a lot of fun with it. It was interesting, and I would say I will check out Gunvolt 2, especially if it comes in at the same price tag because I think I got Gunvolt 1 for like, Four to six dollars. Oh yeah, one time it was on sale for two ninety nine, and I regretted not picking it up. Yeah, so if it, if two comes out in that same price point, I will pick it up for sure. All right, I have a muster bus to throw out. Oh, just taking my bit. I, I'm taking over. Okay. He's got all the riot points, bitch. That's right. You can't do anything about it. I own both of you. Okay, sir. I pay your riot salary. Yes, sir, Ethan. Whatever you want, sir, Ethan. <laughs> so uh, a game that came out a few months ago that had a lot of hype, but uh, the hype fell short, is now making its way to the PS4 today. Slain. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like a Castlevania-style, uh, retro-inspired, heavy metal music. Shit show. <laughs> it was apparently real buggy, but they claim they've cleaned that up for the PS4 release. No, they didn't, Bust. I'm, I'm $15 price tag on it. Is that what it, I was about to ask? That was, $14.99. That, that's my buy-in? <sighs> the trailer had me so interested that for 15 bucks, it's a must. I have to try this because it is a Castlevania, which means it's Metroidvania-style game, which I love. I have to give it a try. I have to give it a try. Please let them fix the problems that it had. I think I can get over the bugginess because it just has a brutal metal soundtrack, and I just want to crank my stereo up. And just play it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a must and be saving away my, my fifteen dollars so I can play that one. Alright, there you have it. Buster must. We hit it every week. We talk about the next coming release set for the following week. You never know when it's gonna hit in the episode. 
And you never know what games it's going to be. Just like diarrhea. Just like <laughs> diarrhea. Never know when it's going to hit. Yep. And what games will cause it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So you can check out all the news and everything on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. Ebone, let's get into some emails. Retrieving emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. All right, Grimlock the Dino 9, your GameZilla mailbox is now up to date. All right, well, it looks like we uh, fixed the reverb or uh, killed the other AI, one or the other. I'm not sure. I actually think uh, the AI cannibalized and killed the other one. I am completely okay with that. Because I wasn't cleaning that. I feel less concerned <laughs> about Skynet at this point. That's <sighs> what Skynet wants you to feel. <laughs> exactly. It's All a right. cover-up. <laughs> All right, so send in your questions for this segment at info at MotorCityGaming.com, and we will uh, give you a shout-out. And try to answer your questions to our the best that we can. So thanks to everybody that sent in their questions this week. Let's get started with Button Masher Caleb. Shout out. He's got a <laughs> thanks, Jesse. Yep. He's got a our, our consummate leadoff hitter, Button Masher. <laughs> yeah. He's got our uh, two parter because we um he sent his question in last week after we recorded. So I was very excited to see Journey is free this month on PS4. It is a game that I have heard so many critics praise, some even giving it Game of the Year awards. Have you or have any of you played it yet? I finished it in two sessions and wanted to give my spoiler-free opinion. First, let me say that the huge hype did influence my thoughts about the game. The game is known for its art, atmosphere, and story. The gameplay is very simple, but I would not call it a walking simulator. The story is good, thought-provoking, and open to interpretation, which is usually right up my alley. In my opinion, it could have been told in a clearer, more narrative way. It took me about two hours to complete, and I honestly could not wait for it to end. I did not like this game at all. I understand games are subjective, so I could be dead wrong to many people, but I did not see the emotions or beauty that the critics were talking about. I can't think of a game that I disliked this much in a long time. Someone who has played this game, tell me I am wrong. I wanted to like this game. Game on, BMC. You're oh. dead wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are harsh words. I mean... The game's gorgeous, first of all. The game is gorgeous. It, the art style is super interesting and unique in a minimalistic way. And... Though I understand basically what BMC is doing here is he's 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 letting everyone know what style of gamer he is. He likes a path, and he likes being told exactly where to go, and he likes basically being pushed down the path. You know, Bioshock is a linear-driven game. It's not an open world, even though he likes Witcher. But Bioshock is a linear-driven game like God of War, like Uncharted, like all these types of games that have a story that is precise. You know exactly how it starts, how it progresses, and how it ends. Journey is not that game. Journey is designed for you to think and, and wonder and then come up with potentially your own belief of what this game is. And that is why you can go out there and hear all these things of all these different people saying, well, it means this. No, it means that. Like, it, 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 cre- it, allowed, it allowed people to be open and creative with it. And so if you don't go into this game with that, with being able to accept that, I yeah, I guess I could see you come out with maybe a lackluster, you know, experience. 
I know for me, I've put 30, 40 minutes into, into Journey this week. And I didn't know what I was getting into. I was actually sort of expecting to not like it because I would say... I, I like I like my the narrative of my story to be laid out a little bit more. I'm not opposed to open world, but I uh, I like things a little bit more linear. That is how I like things. But what I can tell you is from the first moment that I'm walking and all of a sudden I slide down one of the sand dunes, I just my face lit up like a little kid and I was like pushing my wife next to me. I was like I'm sliding, and then. As like you progress and you get the few couple other abilities, and you're discovering more. Like every time, I was just I enjoyed discovering so much that for the forty minutes I've put into it, I've I had a lot of fun with it. Simple joys. Yeah, I just I I like the game, and I think uh, you know we Ethan we've enjoyed Flow. Uh, we've enjoyed we you know that was another game by these by these uh, developers, and. With very little, like with less direction than this game, if anything, but I don't know. There's something about this game, and maybe it's in this day and age where it's like Destiny, Overwatch, uh, Call of Duty, where it's just you know PvP, kill each other, Twitch reaction, super stressful, everything high level. Sometimes I like to turn to that game that's just peaceful and calming. I think Jazzy can agree. Song of the Deep is that game where yep. it's like when we're having a horrible day in League or Overwatch or or Destiny, before I go to bed, I throw in Song of the Deep, I play a little bit, and that way I don't go to bed all like wound up and frustrated. I was getting real frustrated because the one day that you didn't play League with me, I was on that losing streak as well. And I probably lost three or four games in a row actually went from bronze 3 to bronze 4 again, fell down back to my original bronze ranking, and I actually stopped playing, went outside into my comfy chair, and read half of the Song of the Deep book just to, like, get out of my yeah. own head from, from video games for a minute. So Yeah, so I think that's what Journey, like Journey can be that game. Journey can be that experience that you get to uh, just enjoy. And I, I had the same reaction... You watched me do it. I hit that dune and I started to slide. And I was like, "Oh wow, this is cool!" Like I'm just like sliding down down the dune, you know. And then I got to float all of a sudden, and I was, and then it just it's just a fun game. There's no necess- like, and then the concept of what you're experiencing, though it's very lightly built out for you, it leaves a lot of room for imagination and I'm a fan of that too you know I, I like to dream I like to think I like to create so a game that allows me to have some of that capability versus just a struck uh, a strict linear line uh, I'm always I'm always interested in all right uh, second part to his question is Hey, you League of Legends playing super nerds. I know League is one of the most popular games on the planet. The most popular game on the planet. But do you ever feel a little bad playing a game that you do the same thing over and over again for years while missing out on new games and one amazing remaster? Okay, we get it. Bioshock. We get it. We will play it. Calm down. <laughs> I'm not going to play it. I am. <laughs> I mean, how fun can League be if Jazzy has been playing it? Super fun. <laughs> Brayden and I bought Overwatch to play with the group, but it seems it's always league time. By the way, would you kindly play Bioshock? 
Rapture and Columbia has so many great stories to tell. Game on, you filthy animals. P.S. I could care less if you play League, just busting your balls, and kind of like to piss you off. Love you, losers. Well, you BMC. did. Let me tell you what you did, Buttmaster Caleb. First of all, I do play other games aside from League, all right? And it's not the same thing over and over again. You have 120 champions to pick from and, like, three game modes at all times, which gives you different things that you could do. It's a different gameplay. The people you play with are different. It's you. Every game you play is unique. Can I ask? Okay? Can I ask a question real quick? If we're gonna, if we're really gonna go and attack league here, and this is this is horrible. I'm sticking up for the game that pissed me off the last three days. <laughs> How is it any different than Overwatch? Overwatch is the exact same thing over and over again. I like what it is. There you go. So this is to the defense of League, which as much as I give you guys a hard time about League, if you like it, you like it. I don't really care. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoy it. But Overwatch, it's the same thing. You're, so, you so, know. so I'm glad that Braden and BMC picked up Overwatch, and I will play with them. But to to compare Overwatch against League, it's the same thing. You guys are playing Overwatch, doing the same thing that we are doing, playing League. So, I think what's really happening is here is we all picked up Overwatch, and Braden didn't hop on right away with us because he was playing some crappy game called Division. And then Button Masher's like, man, I, I want to try a different game. Like, oh, the remastered's coming out. Let me sell Overwatch so that I could buy this remastered. And then now he's butthurt because we're all playing Overwatch with Braden. No, Caleb just got Overwatch. Again? Oh, yeah, yeah he, he rebought, rebought it. it. He rebought the same, it? The same day he got... He bought it with the, with yeah. the remaster. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so... so Bandwagon... No, I'm just so, kidding. Yeah, yeah, right. So, Braden and Button Masher... Um, see, I have been spending a little bit of time on Overwatch, unlike you, so I, I knew... I rage quit that game. I knew that. Go to the blog. But, um, but yeah, so they're both back, and I'm happy for it. I am very happy, and I will be playing Overwatch with them. So, a couple things. One, shout out to Caleb plugging his little uh, gamer tag, his the PSN name in there with throwing out the widget kindly. That was, that was, that was well played. Mm-hmm. Second off... Being that these two Rudy Poo candy asses like playing their League of Legends, watch you play Overwatch with Ethan. Watch you play Overwatch with Caleb. Go on the Motor City Gaming forums yeah. and play Overwatch with us. I mean, we lock Cable in a room and only let him play Overwatch. That's all he plays. So, so he's Ca- 150 so- almost level 150. <laughs> yeah. So, so Caleb, Braden, everyone else listening to this podcast, we don't need Jazzy and Grim, all right? You need Grim. You got the Deadite Knight. You need Grim. You probably don't you need Jazzy. You got Cable 2K. You got Would You Kindly. You got Invalid. We got you. MotorCityGaming.com forum. Link up. Let's play some Overwatch. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Thank you for the questions, BMC. Next up, we got Chops. Yes. What's up, Shout out, Chops. <laughs> <laughs> Shops Remember says, that guy was on the show? Yeah. Now he's uh, hosting uh, Legend of Retro with Xander. Yeah, he's better than us. I've been playing a lot of Breath of Fire 4 lately because I've been missing my JRPGs. But I think part of it is also the lack of PvP. Now, I love playing games with my friends, such as the time Jay and I played through Resident Evil 5. Yes, that, that's a, that's actually where Chops and my friendship like began. So... Or the mini retro games we've played, but I've gotten bored or frustrated, not sure which, with playing PvP in games because I can't dedicate as much time as I want to get better. And newer games feel like they haven't caught my attention like the, like games used to. Destiny has 
What's Destiny has RNG. I don't know what RNG means. Oops. Destiny has RNG that can dictate a lot of your gameplay. Overwatch is all PvP, and it's about getting better with the characters you use, not about improving your character like LOL does, but but that involves knowing how to use your characters as well. After all that, I guess my question is this. What is wrong with me? I am bored of I got bored of Fallout because there was so much to do, and the same thing can be said of Metal Gear Solid. Our game's too big. Our developers putting intentional hurdles in games to keep you playing. What happened to good story-driven or chapter-style games that felt complete and not unending? Am I going crazy? I love you all and miss your faces and voices. I hope to share in some Destiny frustrations with you all soon. Hashtag MCG for life. Hashtag dicks out for Harambe. Dicks out, dicks out. Hashtag rest in peace Harambe. R.I.P. Harambe. Well, let me start by telling you RNG is a random number generator. Ah, yes, I see now. That makes sense. Uh, man. I don't think anything is wrong with him. I mean, I'm people's the... lives get hectic. He's yeah. got other things going on. He just started a new job. Like, you have to find something that you're going to be... Like, the important thing is, is if you are a gamer and it's something that you enjoy and it's, it's in your heart, finding something that you could do to keep gaming even when things are, you know hectic and stressful and you don't have a lot of time. Also, let's let's throw this out there, okay? <clears throat> Destiny, Call of Duty, Titanfall, Battleborn, Overwatch. I I know I'm missing some more. They're all the same thing. They're all PVP driven. They're all I mean Destiny has some storyline, yes, but like they're all PVP driven. They're all that concept it's like you have, you know, spend a lot of time on this game. Put a lot of time into this game. Don't don't play anything else, right? And that's what that's what this generation feels like. I feel like the big games that matter the most, like yeah, you get your Witchers. It's like we're gonna get one Witcher this generation, right? We got one Witcher. We're gonna get one Uncharted because that's the it's the end. We're gonna get one God of War, but we're gonna get eight Call of Duties. We're gonna get. We're looking at multiple destinies already. We're looking at, you know, like, so... I know I get what he's saying, is that... you? I feel like I can... That's why I only play two PvP games. I play Overwatch. Well, not counting League. I play Overwatch, and I play Destiny. I put down Battleborn. I haven't played Titanfall in forever. Am I going to get Titanfall 2? Yeah, but do I really think I'm going to put a shit ton of time into it. No, I'm going to go play the story mode because it actually has one this time. And then I'm going to move on. It's the same with Gears. I am so excited for Gears of War 4 because I want to play the story. I don't really think I'm going to play multiplayer at all. I'm just not interested because I'm really only focusing on Overwatch and Destiny because with the time that I have, I don't want to overload myself because the second you feel overloaded is the second you just you don't finish anything. You don't finish any game. Nothing gets completed, and then you're looking at your shelf, and you're like, oh, I have these 15 games, and I've, I've beaten zero of them. And it's just, in that point, it's like you've touched everything a little bit, but you go back to this game that you haven't touched in three months, you have no idea where you left off, and then we get back to that point we've talked about in the past where it's like, I almost should just delete my save file and start over. Shout out Breath of Fire 4. <laughs> you get to be Ryu, and he like turns into dragons and stuff, right? Breath of Fire Breath 4. Of Fire 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good game. That's a good game. I mean, the Breath of, Breath of Fire series is great, so it's good to see him playing some some talent. 
or some 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 quality. Just to sort of close out my thoughts on on the point, I that's part of the reasons why I default to games like Overwatch, quick fifteen minute pick up and play. I never am out of it because there wasn't a story to follow along with. I play a lot of Mortal Kombat. I play a lot of Rocket League, like these games that are pick up and play because that's what I have time for in my life. So it is overwhelming. Even a couple weeks ago when I started God of War, I haven't picked it up in a couple weeks because I haven't had the time to sit down and dedicate to actually like playing through a story-driven game. And I think maybe that is part of the reason why uh, this generation, it is the PvP style of game is really popular because it's pick up and play. You don't forget, you know, I don't really forget how to play Destiny. I know where the buttons are. I might get rusty, um, but it's it's not like a big JRPG where, you know, you get lost and you come back a couple months later and there's no chance of getting back into it. Yeah. Think of it it's a pick up and play society right it's now. It's the same thing with League for me. Yeah. I think it's like, the other- oh, I got an hour. I'm going to play a game ARAM. Right. I think the other issue, too, is that companies, are f- like, uh, are games too big? It is very possible that games are getting too big, and I, and I think the problem with it is is that developers are scared because you have, like, developer, like, okay, Santa Monica Studios came out and released The Order 1886, right? They were the publisher, but still. They, so, I loved that game, but it was only, it was an eight-hour game. $60, eight hours, and, and people roasted the hell out of it. So what are we getting now? Now we're getting these, everything has to be open world. Everything, everything has to be open world. You know, so that way you have 200 things to do on top of this story. 400 things to do on top of the story. And I don't think it's necessary. And I think developers are too scared to take the chance at developing, unless it's God of War, unless it's Kingdom Hearts, unless it has a name already where it's going to hold itself, even ReCore, which is a, which I'm enjoying, it starts off linear, and in the beginning of that game, you are like, oh my god, this might be the one of the best games I've ever like. Like I'm in, I am starting something special here, and then it goes to open world after your first dungeon, and it kind and it loses some of its steam. That's why people kind of knocked it. I think ReCore could have been very linear and could have done itself a great job like a Bayonetta, like a, like a Devil May Cry, you know, and those games just, you don't see them as much anymore. And I think that's, that's, uh, you know, that's one of the big problems here. You know, the, the only company I really see putting them out right now is uh, Platinum Games doing things like Transformers Devastation and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Mutants in Manhattan, things like that that are very linear with, with a mixture of co-op, but they're, they're, it's a story that drives you and then you're done. And I would like to see more of that. I would, you know, I would like to see, like, God of War 4, I'm hoping, is still traditional God of War. I would hate to go into God of War 4 and be like, all right, cool, it's uh, Assassin's Creed now. Um, You have a storyline, but you have to go do all these, like, 300 side mission things over here. No, I just want to roll through levels and murder everything. Exactly. Like, yeah. exactly. I, don't, I don't want quests because the only thing the only thing I'm on quest for is bloodshed. Yeah. Developers are never going to be able to please everybody. Like, for me, example, the only reason that I got super hard into Witcher three and played through that whole thing like in a sit down, like obviously not one sit down, but like played through it like start to finish was because my friends weren't online playing Destiny or Overwatch wasn't out yet. Like there were there wasn't a draw away from that like story based driven game to pull me away from it. So if Witcher Three came out and Ethan hops on, he's like, Hey Jazzy, you wanna help me get to level twenty five in Overwatch? 
of course I'm going to go switch over and play with my friends. Like, it's just what I enjoy doing more. I'd rather play a game that I might not have my attention as much as another game with my friends than just play solo on a game that has more attention. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely more interactive and wanting to be in chat and, and, and cooperatively play or or play against each other in this day and age for sure. But having a game like Song of the Deep or something like that uh, is nice to know it's there. And I think the, the linear storytelling games are, are is what's missing right now in the libraries of whatever system you look at. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I love Bayonetta 2 on the Wii U. I loved 1886 The Order. You know, those those games, the new the new Devil May Cry that came out, the Definitive Edition, those were all great. So I'd like to see more of that. At the end of the day, Chops, gaming is fun. You do you. That's right. Thanks for the question. Next up we got Xander. He says, holy balls, the Gears of War 4 trailer. I haven't gotten this excited over a game trailer in a long time. Well... Maybe since the Mega Man and Smash Bros. announcement trailer. What cinematic game trailer, not gameplay video slash demo, has gotten you the most excited? On an unrelated note, what's the best way to break into a business, steal an Xbox One? I'm asking for a friend. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so... A cinematic game trailer. We so at this point we cannot answer our our normal answer here, Jazzy. It sort of has a cinematic. Game no, trailer. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You can't say Horizon Zero Dawn. I mean, there is a cinematic one. It was the one we saw at E3 initially. No. <laughs> Fine, we can't answer. Move it. on. <laughs> and, and so it could be a cinematic trailer about a game, but not necessarily telling you about the game. It just can't be Horizon Zero Dawn. They just don't want to hear for the okay. League of time. Legends. They have two cinematic game trailers that are fantastic, and I hope they make a movie. It's supposed to be a cinematic game trailer that makes you excited for the game. Yeah, I, know, I'm I get excited I, I'm for League of Legends. I'm just kidding. even watching the trailer. I, I have I watch. I remember watching the original one, and I and I thought it was great. And then I played the game, and I was like, man, I wish the game was more like that, that video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the video. I mean, it was so great, and this game is not. And then you know, but then it started to warm up. But, um. I mean, one of my favorites uh, would have to be Gears of War 2. The the cinematic trailer that we had with uh, A Strange World, I believe the song was, and uh, which the only other time I had really heard that song was Donnie Darko, the movie. So when it hit, I was like, and and just the, what was going on. Like, I, I loved Gears of War. I mean, I, I love Gears of War, period. But I, re- I loved the original, and so when 2 came around, I was so hyped. And when that trailer hit, I was like, like, I watched that trailer more than probably any other game trailer maybe ever. And I've watched the new Gears of Wars, uh, Gears of War 4 trailers a lot. Um, my favorite being the uh, Disturbed cover of... Uh, Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence. That trailer, I loved. Um, just because... You really st- you, that that was the first trailer where you really got to see the. Con- I was already bashing Gears of War at that point because I didn't like the idea that they were trying to bring this IP back just to sell copies. I didn't. I didn't but then they finally like tied the new character JD with Marcus, and they really lined lined it up where I instantly started to care. And I'm like, okay, maybe we have something here. 
I watched that trailer a ton as well. What about what about you, Ethan? So I'm going to deviate a little bit and go with a TV commercial that I pretty much lost my mind about. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching a commercial and. I didn't really know it was for a video game at first. And it's like this orchestra playing where you're looking at everyone from behind and the orchestra's playing and they're playing a song that I'm like, man, this song's kind of familiar, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And then, you know, towards the point in the commercial, everyone in the orchestra turns around and their face is painted like the wrestler sting. And I lost my mind because it was the tr- it was the TV commercial for a couple of years ago WWE game. But like I was like, oh my god, that was Sting's song from the '90s. And just like I love Sting so much from when I was a kid, to just see an orchestra turn around and they're all face painted like Sting, I was like, oh, that is so cool. And they're like, players Sting in WWE 2K16 or whatever. And I was like. Oh, man, I need that game. And then I reminded myself that WWE 2K games are buggy piles of garbage, and I didn't buy it. Yeah. Uh, my, Maybe I'll buy this year. So Maybe. Since, yeah, so since you went with a, with a negative one that you ended up buying, my negative one that's more recent that I loved, and I was, I was 100% on board, and it let me down hard, Quantum Break. Oh, yeah. The cinematic trailer of Quantum Break with the cover of Nirvana's... Um, was it Come As You Are? Come As You yeah. Are, yep. Uh, that trailer, I, w- I was like, this is the game. This is the game that's going to sell Xbox <laughs> systems. It was Halo 5. They fucked it up. It's this game now. No, it wasn't. So now it's Gears of War 4, baby. <laughs> the system's going to get buried. 4. The system's going to get buried with Gears of War 4. <laughs> So to answer I have a brand new Xbox to bury, so it already sold the system, and it's not even out yet. So we've answered the next part of your question. Um, why would you want to steal Xbox Ones? Because there's nothing to play on them. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> there is. There are games like ReCore. Play and, and? Gears of War 4. Name five games to play on your Xbox One. Easy. Rare Collection. Okay. Okay. Can I, uh, yeah, that's cheat mode, but I'll give it to you. How's that? How's that cheat mode? You can't play it anywhere else. Whatever. And it's dope as hell. Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. How you doing? Sunset Overdrive. Okay. How you doing? Recore. <laughs> Recore. Fact. Gears of War Four. <laughs> it's not out yet. What are you talking about? It's not out yet. It's not out yet. It comes. Uh, okay. It comes out in like two weeks yeah. or whatever. Oh, I have to pick games that are already out. Yeah. Fine. Hor- uh, Forza. The only racing game that you can get because nobody else is putting out racing games. Oh, my God. You're stretching. Oh, you want me to stretch? Fine. Rise. Do you even know what that is? Come on. (laughs) Come on, Rise. Rise. Which Rise are you you thinking of? Wait, what is it? It was like that launch title that was like. Yeah, it's good. It doesn't look good. It's like. uh, It looked unfun. That's like me being like. It looked really not fun. You'd be surprised. Couple, 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 uh, couple levels of that game. I think you'd you'd like it. It reminded me of Gears of War, or of uh, God of War, just obviously not as supernatural. Let's dance, Connect Edition. I'd give him that before I did. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Crashers. Oh my god! Okay, that's a great game. I've never that's played awful. it. I don't know. I honestly don't know anything about Castle Crashers. Cuphead. Cuphead. Uh. Did you buy that? Do you have that? No. Can we go upstairs and play it? The new one's not out yet. Oh, I remember seeing like trailers for that E3. It I was like, amazing. this looks like the coolest game ever made. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then I was just heartbroken when I found it was an Xbox exclusive. I was like, this game looks amazing. Cuphead would sell a system. <laughs> it, I, I'm creating a new set of my 
headset cord. Jazzy, are you telling me that Cuphead doesn't look dope? Cuphead does look good. There we go. I'll give you that. Are you telling me Gears of War doesn't look dope? I've never played Gears of War. I haven't either, but I think it looks good. The trailer looks amazing. I played a little bit of Gears 2. I maybe played three hours of Gears 2. I'm just gonna, I would love to get into Gears. That game does look really interesting. I'm going to remember this day right here. Je- like, Jazzy loves to just lay shit all over Microsoft, right? <laughs> I'm going to remember this day, the day that he unboxes an Xbox. Absolutely. And when oh, I, I'll YouTube it. Yeah, and when that day comes, I'll be like, man, I'm about to punch you in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> it cost you 250 plus a dick. <laughs> That's right. All Hashtag right. work. Thank- <laughs> Hashtag no wipe sacrifice. Hashtag yeah. Cuphead for life. Oh, man, Cuphead looks so good. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question, Xander. Next up, we have Tony. He says, what's up, homies? Nowadays, a really popular trend in gaming is to remaster or re-release video games. I, for one, have never been too big of a fan since this. since I still own all my classic games from yesteryears. For me, it's never been about the graphics, but the it's all about the experience. But since I'm the minority, and in honor of my favorite game ever, Dragon Quest VII being re-released on the 3DS last Friday, what game would you like to see remastered? Game on. Oh, for the love of God, remaster Killzone 1. I would die. I would die. You love Killzone 1. Oh, that's probably one of the best games of all time. I don't know if I go with that. But it's a one good, of my favorite games. Yeah. Oh, and that then that yes. Yeah. Okay. When you put it that way, um, man, if I had to have a game remastered, Fantasy Star Online, take the original because it was the best form. You fucked it up a few times after that. Take the original off the Dreamcast, rebuild it all, and give it to me. I would sink hundreds of hours again into that game. Ethan, go. Because I got the best one of all time. Man, I had one, and then I listened to your guys' answers, and then I forgot. It was a game I never played, because that's what I like from the remasters. I like games that I haven't played that I can buy remastered. So you go and see if I can remember what I was thinking. No Man's Sky. You're so dumb. Get out of here. Stupid. You are the worst. (laughs) That is the best answer ever. No, it is not. Why would you want to remaster No, they need to never, ever revisit that idea ever again in the history of the industry. At least Hello Games has no no business being anywhere near that game. They need to make it an app game, and I need to be able to find cool shit on other planets. I am so really going to fire space. him. I'm seriously going to fire him. Yeah, this is it. This is the final straw. He he has crossed the line. I have two answers because it's two games. Uh, uh, the first answer is, Jazzy, you're stupid. And the second answer is, fuck you, Jazzy. <laughs> Both good answers. But for real. <laughs> uh, I've never once even played a second of Super Mario Sunshine. Can we just say that he said No Man's Sky? Yeah, he's stupid. I gotta revisit this <laughs> he's for really a second. He's really dumb. What the hell? I'm sorry, what game did you say? No, I, I said, I've never played Super Mario Sunshine. Okay, okay. Remaster that. I'd love to play it. And the other one, I've never played Luigi's Mansion. God damn it, Jazzy. My brain <laughs> no is... Man's Sky! No man! It's been out for two months! <laughs> I, uh... Oh. Man, Those I Those are both I great am, answers. I don't think Jay heard either. I, Sunshine, <laughs> Mario, and something else. Both great answers. I agree. What was the second game? Luigi's Mansion. I never played it. I never played Luigi's Mansion. It I, looks sweet. Yeah, I would actually be uh, be interested in that one for sure. I, I always am on the hunt for a, a cheap, now, super, cheap copy of the, the uh, 
uh, 3DS sequel. Yeah, now Super Mario Sunshine, that was the one with the water pack, yeah. right? Okay, I it, did play Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, and, uh, you know, that was actually probably one of the Mario games I never finished. Yeah. But when, but when I play it, when I go back thinking about playing it, I enjoyed it. I just never, I just never finished it. I don't know why. But, uh... Yeah, a remake of that would be interesting. Yeah. But definitely Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. I would I would love to see that. Now I want to go out and I mean I have, have the one I, on, I have a GameCube. I have a couple Wii's in my house. I see I do want yeah, it for the GameCube and they did release one for the three DS. Yeah. So you have a couple Wii's? <sighs> yeah, there was a there was a Wii in my house when I moved in. I don't know if that's gonna get returned to its <laughs> rightful owners or not, so I have a couple Wii's right now. <sighs> This there. next question is for Jazzy, by the way. <laughs> this next question is for Jazzy. By the way, thank you, Tony. Game on. Next up, Game on, bro. Kyle's chiming in. He says, Cow. how funny is it that No Man's Sky died this fast? Oh, so funny. They should remaster it. <laughs> next question. <laughs> I love getting Grim going. I <laughs> <sighs> I'm just, I'm like irritated now. I'm just I, irritated. Is, yeah, you, I can tell you're tense. I can feel yeah. your tension from this part of the room. Like, first of all, like, fuck that game royally, okay? That game, like, man, I tried to give it a chance. I even streamed it for people. I even gave away, we even gave away a copy of that game. God. We spread the punishment out on the other I okay. look at my shelf and, and it's, I got the collect. I bought the collector's edition of that game. Because <laughs> you're an idiot. I got the steel case of that game. <laughs> Poor decisions. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Just right in the air. How's that steel case going for you? It's He's going to beat you over the, the head with the steel case. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you how that steel case is going to be. I mean, fucking bloody soon. Uh. That's what it's going to be. All right. So, nonetheless, I look at my shelf. I see a big, fat. No Man's Sky box on my shelf. I get mad. Here's do I think it's funny? Not at all because I think it hurt the industry overall. I think it was the giant letdown that was supposed to be one of the games of the year. And so for the year of 2016, I think it deflated the yeah. year of gaming a bit. You've now mind fucked every gamer. Plus, Hello Games. I I honestly. Sean Murray, or, or, like if he's a liar or whatever, like fine. That's one person of this team. The rest of the team I feel bad for because unless they go to another company and say that they never worked for Hello Games, they've they've literally like tainted their names in the history of gaming. Like, I don't, what are they gonna do next? They're gonna have to build something themselves again. Like, there's no remaster. <laughs> oh my god! Do I have something I can throw at him? Like, here we go. Here's a glass bottle. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm going. Yeah, that that bottle's coming your way real soon. I have a question now, though. How mad are you about those fourteen losses in a row in league? Current current state. I mean, given that thirteen of them were your fault, <laughs> how are they my fault? You supported me. You were there to support me, and there I, I'm just dying. I got no shields. I got no no life. I'm like I'm like what exactly? Oh. He's off in the river masturbating. I don't. What are you like? Wait, were you playing as the big fish? No, he played zero games as the big fish. And why'd you hype me up about about the big Bayou Fish King? I, he's never gonna learn if I support the hell out of him. You need to hold me and caress me, or I'm gonna leave this game. You need to coddle him like a baby bird. That's right, the, <laughs> a little baby bird. That's what he is. 
He's fragile. He's a fragile boy. I'm an ADC. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Oh my god. Listen here, Deadite. You could support the shit of a pile of shit, but it's still a pile of shit. Oh! That we say a lot of mean things in this room, but that was that was Wow. I'm just playing with That's coming that's coming from the asshole that when I left his lane I had the best game out of the fourteen and he got told to delete the game from his fucking system. Yeah, I'm the problem, I'm telling you. Why are you carrying me? You just called me a piece of shit. <laughs> I was talking about me. No, you were not. <laughs> Ethan's dying over here because this is gold. Our friendship is crumbling right on the episode. Listen, all right, so... Hey, guys, if anybody's on. looking for an ADC, I don't have a support anymore. <laughs> to be fair... We get our shit pushed in by Sona supports on the other team all the time. So I'm like, fuck it. Oh, if you can't beat him, I'm going to join him. So I bought I Sona. I was so excited for yep. this. I bought Sona and the DJ skin, and I played so bad the first, like, eight <laughs> minutes of the game. He I was bought like, the G- <laughs> He bought You didn't tell me that you bought the I DJ bought the skin. I bought the DJ skin. <laughs> how and it was the, the, no, you got to tell the people how much the DJ it's, skin costs. It, it, it's, it's like tw- 15 bucks. No, it's like 20. Maybe 20. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> it costs $20 for a skin on a player? There's and only- you paid $20? You couldn't afford Chinese food for dinner. That's why. A $20 <laughs> skin for a character. That That's is why. why. I couldn't that afford is- Chinese food. My Mind you, there's only. And I love Chinese food. Mind you, there's only three of these skins. They're what are they? Uh, legendary skins. Yeah. There's only three of them for all hundred. Like there's only three. There's 120 characters. Only three for three characters. I didn't. And you bought it. Yeah. And you never played the character. Yeah. But it was the smartest play ever. Let me tell you no, why. It wasn't. I played so bad in the first eight <laughs> minutes that just standing by the tower and listening to her DJ music was better than my gameplay. <laughs> I'll give you that. That was actually pretty cool that you could do that. But oh my god, I didn't know. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she had it. Honestly, I was like, oh, he has the DJ. Skin. To be fair, to be fair, I actually didn't like purchase riot points and buy it. I actually had the riot points already purchased. I feel like I'm gonna have a stroke. You still wasted twenty dollars on a skin. <laughs> It's legendary. <laughs> it's for a character that you're never gonna play again. Oh, I'll play her again. I'm for twenty dollars. Yeah, I'm mastering that bitch. A-Ram when it gets randomly selected for you. Damn right. <laughs> wow. Uh, we you learned... would have had more fun taking a, a handful of singles and just flushing them down the toilet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Watching them whirl around. I'm gonna try that. So don't order me any <laughs> Chinese next week, guys. <sighs> wow. Okay. Well. Let's get back on track here. Thank you for the question, uh, Kyle. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we got Sci-Fi AJ. He wants to say, what will make Rise of Iron different, and how do you feel about the $30 price point? Rise of Iron, I think, is it's already shown that it's going to be different because we're actually getting new locations on the map. So where the previous DLCs have added things to current locations where you just kind of revisited the same spots, except for Taken King, you had a little, you had, you had the Dreadnought or whatever show up, but this really adds, like, the Plague Lands. It adds, like, a lot of the Rise of Iron locations. Like, it, it, it is a, a nice growth, and it's a shift in the time 
of Destiny. Like it, it, it's shift. It's it's pushing you into the future time fr- timeline already. Um, so I mean, that part of it on the story side is really is really cool and interesting. But you're also getting private matchmaking, which is huge. You're going to be getting uh, a you know a ton of the guns that we've been wanting since since year two hit. With the thorn, with the Galahorn, with the, a lot of these guns that we were that we've been missing are going to be relevant again. Plus all the new stuff that's coming. We've seen some of the new armor. We've seen some of the new guns, and uh, you know it, it looks interesting. I'm also excited that I think around the corner because they develop these new lands and they develop these new areas, we're going to see new Sparrow Racing League uh, maps because this would have been the perfect time to build them alongside this, but. Um, you know, for thirty, the $30 price point, I think it's great. I mean, the content that we're, that what it looks like we're getting, 30 bucks doesn't bother me at all. I'd pay $30 for the matchmaking alone. That's true. That's true. Being able That's to be like... That's the one thing that game was missing. Being able to be like, hey, we have 10 people on, uh, here at Motor City Gaming. Let's go play a 5v5 match. All with people we know, having fun, going at each other. It's just that 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 is uh, something that's been missing in Destiny that like you could do in Halo and you could do in Call of Duty and and so I'm I'm very excited to see that uh, introduced here. Plus the uniqueness, like we already have people that are friends with Motor City Gaming that are doing like two v ones, and then the person that's only a solo player they can like boost his light level so he's more powerful. Like there's just so much you could do. Yeah, so. I uh, I'm excited for it. I mean, uh, as as by, by that I mean I haven't really got a chance to play a lot of it today, um, because we've been you know working and then uh, setting setting up to release the podcast and all all the things that we do on Tuesdays. But um, I'm excited to really start to put some time into this and see what how much they're really adding and how they're going to set us up. Because let's be honest, this is really the last thing we're gonna get before Destiny 2 actually hits next year. Um, so I, I hope it's... I hope it... If they keep going the road of the Taken King, this should be great because the Taken King was great, so let's build on top of that. I know for me, I've been out of Destiny other than hopping on for Iron Banner once a month since May. I haven't, I haven't played any strikes, haven't played any raids, haven't played any missions, haven't grouped up with people to play other than when Iron Banner comes around. And I knew, go at, you know, picking up this added content, it was going to continue a game that I've loved. I really have had a lot of fun playing Destiny. You can point out all the flaws or all the things here or there, but I've been playing it since December, and I've had a blast with it, and I figured, you know, dropping 30 more dollars and moving forward with it, like, it's going to be fun. Everyone else is going to hop back in and play. Now is the time to do it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for the question, Sci-Fi AJ. We're going to finish it off with a question from Braden. It's a very special question. Let's get into it. Oh, I messed it up. What's up, my favorite band of beer delicious gaming nerds? I'm going to throw a video question at you guys this week because, uh, frankly, I'm too lazy to type and I'm in my car driving home. But I got to ask this question uh, Pokemon Go. Do you guys see any uh, hope for this game? We did the update, my sons and I. They're six and eight, respectively. 
Uh, we updated it, and uh, yeah, there's really nothing special about it. I got a Pokemon that stands next to me if it's a little one. Snorlax is cool. He takes up the whole screen. Uh, a little freaking Caterpie sits on your shoulder, but I mean, honestly, is this enough to get me back in the game? Is this enough to get everyone back in the game? The people that gave up on it because they think it sucks? Um, or is this thing just dead? Hey, you know, should I look forward to any more updates, or should I just give up completely and buy a Game Boy so I can play game, uh, uh, Pokemon again? All right, as usual, uh, say hi to your moms for me, and uh, see you next week. Yeah, Brayden with the audio slash video question sent in the first ever. Ooh, he's first a trendsetter. Ever. He's a trendsetter. He is a sexy dude. That's be in his butt. If he, yeah. If he wasn't married and I wasn't married and... Let's throw a challenge out there. Let's see who else can do that. That's uh, pretty cool. Let's Pee see. in Braden's butt? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was getting at. Challenge what, what, accepted. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, video messages, audio messages are always welcome. So send those in if you feel uh, if you feel that you can outdo Braden. Mind you, I don't think you can because Braden is a champ. All right. So let's answer his question. Pokemon Go. Dead. Dead as fuck. I, <laughs> this whole thing is how, so dumb. Can, what is dead as fuck? Like, how? What is that? Like, how, when, how does that work? You know how he like, tells a story about driving to your grandma's and compare it to being yeah, like when you're driving to your grandma's and you hit and you deer, find out she's dead deer. as fuck. No, and you, and you hit a, and you hit a deer on the way. That was darker than the shit I said. <laughs> right back at you, Jazzy. Don't ever bring up No Man's Sky ever again. I swear to God. I don't like being here today. <laughs> I know. I should be playing. Right Rise of Fire. Man. I don't even know where I was going with my story. Yeah, exactly. My grandma's dead now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, No, this this game is dead as fuck. All right? Let me tell you why. Okay, you can... Dodge this, Jazzy! <laughs> uh, just, just so everyone know, uh, he just threw a Mountain Dew can at Jazzy. A Ma Mountain Dew Black Label can. That's right. Uh, I loved it because I love Mountain Dew. Anyways. <laughs> so you can carry along a buddy, all right? Next time, throw a dick at him. You can... <laughs> or maybe a copy of No Man's Sky. <laughs> We're off track. <laughs> Pokemon is dead. Why is Pokemon dead? Because, okay, you can carry a buddy long. So I looked into this a little bit. May have re-downloaded the game when I went to my uh But you said it was dead. I yeah. I, th that's how but I But you re-downloaded that, it. That's how I proved that it was dead. When I did this when I did the walk uh with my mother for MS. I uh, threw Pokemon back on my phone because I figured, oh, at least I'll hatch some eggs. This might be cool. So you get your buddy, right? So I'm like, finally, I get a buddy. I could put Dratini, my favorite Dratini. That's right, I said it. My favorite Pokemon could be my buddy, and then I'll get tons of candies so that I could finally get Dragonair, which is my favorite goddamn Pokemon. No, I have to walk 5K to get one candy. <laughs> one fucking candy. 5K. I'm sorry that you have to be healthy. I'm gonna to play have to this do game. this show on a goddamn treadmill so I can get my goddamn Dragonair. Doesn't work like that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, that's right. You gotta do it on your phone via Skype while you ride around on your bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which you can't do because you have to leave the app open, so you're fucked. What that Mount Dougal? Maybe there's a drop in here still. <laughs> there's not. That's why I threw it because I didn't want, yeah, <laughs> I didn't please, want shit please, to get everywhere. Please don't drink on that Mount Dew can. It's, it's been down here for a month and a half. Longer than that, maybe. It's like a bees in it. <laughs> That's why I threw it at you. I was hoping to piss them off. <laughs> They're fans oh. of No Man's Sky, so they were really mad at you. Anyways. You know what's dead? Pokemon. And it has a bee drill. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, I think 
Pokemon Go for us is dead, yes. But I think overall, Pokemon Go obviously has uh, a ton of upside. What, what what could you look forward to that could bring this game back to life and make you care again, Braden, would be uh, battling, being able to actually battle 1v1 um, Gen 2 Pokemon so that you're not trying to hunt down these last, like, 20 Pokemon. Yeah, give me a mill tank. Yeah, mill tank. <laughs> Deli bird. Deli bird. Wow. Okay, anyways. So, I mean, there's definitely things that are out there that would spark my interest, but honestly, right now, I'm more... If you want my opinion, I, stop playing that game. Go download Hearthstone because you just picked up Overwatch and you're amazed at how much fun it is and, and it's a Blizzard product. Go get another Blizzard product and realize that the, on the mobile side, they do the same thing. They support their game. They give it a ton of content. And it's just fun. And it's and it's free. And it's free. Like, can you buy expansions for it? Sure. If you really want to, six bucks, you get more cards, you get you get a storyline, you get all sorts of stuff. But like it's it's just good. It's it's the honestly Hearthstone is probably the best mobile app mobile game app, period. I don't think there's a better mobile app game as far as a company supporting their game and giving a really good product to the fan base. Plus it, it's the best. Uh, trading card game I feel like in the last 10 years and being I mean it is it's a very good it's, it's very good I'm I'm really surprised they also didn't decide to try to make it a physical card game like they would make money I, I they, it would sell it wouldn't be Magic the Gathering but it would sell um, they do they have one oh is it, it actually came out before Hearthstone yeah it's not as cool well they have a card game it's not Hearthstone right that's what I mean I think Hearthstone oh. if you took Hearthstone did you, you know like Pokemon the card game is a card game, and it's a digital card game. You see what I'm saying? Like, like why not have a physical, too? So, um, but, Braden, since you're old as shit, another great game for you would be Pac-Man 256, because you were around when Pac-Man came out. So, you know Pac-Man just as well as I do, because I'm old as shit, but... Check out Pac-Man 256. It's free, and that's a lot of fun, too, uh, just to play around a little bit with. And as far as augmented reality, wait to see what Sony does. You love the, so we, we all love Sony here, and they've come out and said that they're going to follow the Pokemon Go footsteps and come out with something of their own. So, To be fair, when I said it's dead as shit, I meant to, like, the It's still on generation. your phone, isn't it? No. You uninstalled no, it again? Yes, I did. <laughs> so you're going to download it a third time here no. soon? No. Yeah, you will. I'm just saying, like, especially since he's he's playing with his kids, like, definitely still get involved and and go out and hunt Pokemon with don't, them. Don't tell him how like to that. raise his kids. You I'm motherfucker. I'm just saying, if it, kids enjoy Pokemon because it's Pokemon. They don't they don't get the whole aspect of how crappy the game is and stuff like that. Like, if there was a game where Brayden could go to a a, a, a stripper stop and get a free beer, <laughs> he'd be go. playing that game all the Here fucking we, time. Here we go. Listen. You know what kids like? Podcasts that don't bring up No Man's Sky. That's what they like. Well, I have the data right here. It's called Fuck You, Jesse. <laughs> uh, I'd like to share with the audience that uh, Grim just put up his middle finger. <laughs> Braden, thank you for I the... I would like to share that I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to share that tonight I will be uh, playing League of Legends solo, not duo, duo Q. Anyways... Brayden, thank you for the video message. Yes. I did. I did uh, redeem my codes. I got to see my Galahorn code and my little Galahorn image, and I was like, "Ooh, 
Like hella horny. Oh, as he's like petting this. Were you petting your screen? No, I was petting my imaginary Galahorn. Oh, that makes more sense yeah. than petting your it's, screen. It, I mean, it I happened pet to be, the screen, so yeah, I was just It happened assumed. to be around my crotch region, but that's just because the Galahorn gets me hard. Anyways. Jesse, did you get a Galahorn code separate? Because when I ordered from mine from Best Buy, the code wasn't separate. Uh, or they didn't give me a code, I'm just going to burn that company to the ground. Yeah. I didn't pay attention when it, it's like your did game you is now pre-ordered. Did you have two codes or one code? When this game, your game is now pre-ordered, I was like, sweet. So and you haven't I, redeemed your codes yet on I, PlayStation? Uh, no, I guess not. So you lied to us when you said you turned your PlayStation on to redeem your codes. Well, it auto-downloaded a bunch you of stuff. You are a fucking liar. Yeah, it downloaded the updates. No, there's like seven things from Destiny that... Doesn't matter. You can give it the code. It's not going to download Rise of Iron for you. You fucking liar. Well, I could just download it tomorrow when I took the day off work. <laughs> Whatever. Here we go. Here's Jazzy. The race has begun. Taking time off work. Going to grind it out. I got the Gallahorn Sparrow already. My name's Jazzy. No one plays with me. <laughs> The show is getting This too- is why we're best friends, all right? Because <laughs> he's going to go and say shit like this when he knows goddamn well that I am never ahead of him in any goddamn game except for League. That's it. It's the only game he's I have. He's not ahead of me in League anymore. So I'm at wa- 30. He can't get ahead of me. I'm bronze four, bitch. <laughs> yeah. That, when you get bronze three. You keep three, holding on to that, baby. <laughs> you're bronze four because soon you're going to be bronze five when I drag your ass down to bronze five. <laughs> <sighs> that's, that's my only goal. That's about I start, where I'm going to be. When I start just turret diving and just, what are you doing? I'm like, ha, 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 Jesse, we going to Brown's 5. <laughs> <laughs> if you say it like that, it'll be worth it. Okay. All right. Thank you for the video message, Brayden. Oh, let's close this up. Record giveaway. Don't forget. You can head on over to the website, MotorCityGaming.com. Right now, you will see a big button right on the homepage for the giveaway. Head on over there. You can sign up with uh, following us on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, or simply just visit our website every day and click on that record button, and you will get an entry every day. So, um, we would like to remind you that if you like retro video games, that you should check out the Legend of Retro podcast. It is our retro game podcast hosted by none other than Chops, Chops. and Xander, and that, <laughs> and that is. <laughs> I'm trying to give these guys a nice plug, and we're all like, Chops and Xander, uh, the uh, new episode's posted every other Thursday at MotorCityGaming.com. <laughs> yeah, thanks for finishing that for me. <laughs> thanks again to our wonderful sponsor, Detroit Beard Collective. Shop online at DetroitBeardCollective.com. This podcast airs every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and of course you can download it right from MotorCityGaming.com. Thanks for the support. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us some love. Leave a comment. We, we appreciate it all. And uh, just remember, we are the elite free DLC of 4Gaming. Until next time, game on. game on. Game on. I wonder what happened to that Jazzy boy. That story is still resonating with me. He's, he brought up No Man's Sky, and I killed him. Oh, shit. He's resonating with you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>